Welcome, my name is Amapola Ramirez and this is Chicana Moms Podcast. In this podcast, I talk to you about my life as a Chicana. As a professional, I want to share with you my knowledge. Tenemos todos un propósito en este mundo. Unidas, creamos cambio. Vamos a empezar. Hola, Chicana Moms. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thank you so much for being here with me and for clicking on Chicana Moms podcast. Um, today, I want to ask you a question. And this question is, what do you wish you'd known sooner in your life? I asked myself that question before recording this podcast because it's only fair for me to answer that question too, right? It took me a while. It took me a while to list them and, and to know how I wanted to share this with you. Today I'm going to share a little bit about my life as a Chicana. And I'm going to be vulnerable with you today. And I have no problem doing that. And I guess that's one of the things that was on my list. What I wish I knew sooner was that it's going to be okay and that it's okay to be vulnerable. And for those who don't accept my vulnerability, it's not up to them to accept it. It's for me to be okay with who I am. So I don't want to get into so much detail because there's so much to talk about. So I'm going to share with you my answer to what is it that I would have loved to know sooner in my life. Let's get started. Okay, so reflecting on this question, what do you wish you'd have known sooner in life? This question makes me think of my adolescent, actually when I was younger, like elementary, adolescent, and young adult. And the first thing that came to mind was when I was an adolescent. I wish someone would have told me, hey, heads up, you're going to get heartbroken from someone. But guess what? You'll be okay. I think we all need to hear that at some extent. The reason I bring that up, when I was 16 years old, I would go to church. And I remember seeing this boy. And I say boy because we're young. We're minors. <laughs> he was the same age. And I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. Months would, I mean, weeks would pass by and I would see him, but I, I was never the type that would go up to boys and be all like blurty and like, can I have your number? And I don't know. I just, I would, I wasn't like that. And I remember running late to church and I was, as I was going in to, um, the church, there he, there he was, he was sitting on a bench and he said, Hey, come here. And of course I went. <laughs> and he said, can I get your number? And I said, sure. 
I gave him my number. He actually told me that his mom had just passed away. And um, it, it's pretty obviously a big thing, you know. I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And his mom actually was part of the church. So I was part of a youth group. And the lady that conducted the youth group is the one that also was friends with her. So we all went to the funeral. So after the funeral, um, I see him sitting down in a bench and he had his arm around a girl. And my heart dropped. <laughs> I was like, like what? Like that sucks. Like he has a girlfriend. But then I was like, what if it's a cousin? So I called him over and I said, hey, is that your girlfriend? He gave me a freaking face as like I just got caught. I, I felt, I felt bad. I felt sad. And I said, okay. And I walked away. A couple of days later, he called me and he asked me if I wanted to go to the mall, but my mom was very strict. So, um, but eventually he called me, we went out and, um, and I was with him for about three and a half years. Um, he broke my heart for the first time ever in my life. And I remember, and the reason, just to share this with you, the, what he did is that he cheated on me. He got a girl pregnant and it was just chaos. I mean, in the relationship, you guys, at some point I was like, F that, I'm going to win. It was so stupid. I regret that, but I was young. Um, and I remember just not talking to anyone about it. I would talk to my friend about it, but it, it just, I don't know. I just didn't know how to deal with it. I never really had a relationship with my mom where I can go up to her and like for her to console me. And like, I, I, I never felt comfortable enough to do that. So I kind of dealt with it on my own. And the reason I chose that you guys as to what is it that I would have done? I mean, I wish I would have known this before was because I felt that affected my relationship with myself. He broke my heart and at some point I allowed it because I already knew what he was doing, but I would go back and forth, but I was naive. I needed guidance. I was a teenager. Um, but obviously at, by the time I was already like 18 years old, but still, I think 18 years old needs guidance still. Just because they're considered adults doesn't mean that that's it. <laughs> no. Um, and if I would have known someone was going to break my heart and that I was going to be fine, I think I would have like been able to process it differently. I always, I was noviera. Y amiguera. But noviera for sure. And I remember ending that relationship because at that point I was not going to fight. I said, there's a baby in the way like that. No, that's it. And I remember that I was like, okay, I have to keep moving on with my life, you know? And I tenía pretendientes, but I was just like, no, thank you. No, thank you. But I think at some point, like I would, I had like rebounds. 
for those of you who know what a rebound is, is a, obviously like your un clavo, saca otro clavo kind of approach. So I did that in like two relationships. And I'm going to say three because two relationships that I had and then with myself. I was actually putting myself as to like if he had run away with my happiness or with the all the love because I love hard. I love hard. Like when I love someone, I will go above and beyond. And you know what? It's okay. I'm not ashamed of that because it's just who I am. And it just hurts when you give it and then you don't receive it back. And I was young, so I was naive. Because I think at some point, and this is not even just for adolescents, you guys, because I have a girls mentors program. And a lot of the things that I tell my young girls is like, hey, I want you to know that there's going to be someone that's going to love you. And there's going to be someone that's going to hurt your, that pretty much break your heart. But guess what? It's repairable. You can repair it. It's just going to feel that way. But that does, mean, that does not mean that it's broken permanently unless you allow it. Because there's also many adults who are going through a heartbreak as an adult. And even if they have, even if they have their heart broken when they were younger, it, probably that wasn't as bad as the experience that they're going through as an adult through a divorce or separation. But if you really think about it, if someone would have told you, hey, at some point in your life, no matter if you're young or adult, someone's going to break your heart, but just know that you'll survive. That it's okay to not be okay sometimes. I would have loved to hear that. Because then I would have put myself in this position as like, you know what, I'm just going to take in these emotions that I'm feeling because I'm a human being, but I know eventually there's that hope that I'm going to be okay. Being in those rebound relationships, I always had my ex in mind. I would dream him. And I knew I wasn't over him because I would dream him. And what I would dream, it was so interesting, you guys, because in the dream, I still, not just one, but the various dreams I'd had were, I wanted confirmation of why I wasn't good enough for him. It was so weird. That's just how I always summarize my dreams. And that I'm looking for him and I can't contact him. Like he's so far away from me. It's so freaking weird. So weird. But now I'm able to understand that. Why? Because I implemented new knowledge in me for self-growth. When you start loving yourself, you're you're able to analyze many things of like, oh my God. Like I went through that to be where I'm at. And I wish I knew this sooner, but it is what it is, right? The other thing that I wrote down that's also attached to that was that my self-worth doesn't depend on anyone else's approval. My self-worth is not up to my mother, to my father, to my kids, to my husband, to my ex that broke my heart a long time ago, but it affected me for several years after that. I laugh about it now, right? But back then, I wouldn't even laugh. But um, the self-worth is in me. And I wish I would have known that sooner. But it's never late. Well, for some things, I'm pretty sure it is. But it's better 
sooner than later, right? The other thing that I listed was that life is not about balance, but implementation. We always think that life is about balance because it's like you have to balance it out. But if you really look at what a a balance, like a scale looks like, it just goes up and down. Like it's never going to be that perfect measurement. Um, It's going to become unbalanced at some extent. And it's really frustrating, I think, at some extent to try to keep that balance. It just seems like overwhelming. But when you implement something, I think, especially knowledge for self-growth, self-worth, you know, and anything else that is needed for your life, you're able to understand that, oh, life didn't take something away from me. Life is giving me something big to help me or God, however you want to perceive it. These are some things that stood out for me as to what of the things I would have loved to have known sooner in my life. But now that I know them, I share them. Have you noticed that as human beings, no matter what culture, what religion, at some extent, we all suffer and we all have joy? You may say in different levels, but the emotion is an emotion. Joy is joy, right? Unhappiness, unhappiness. And some people perceive being unhappy in a different way than another person who's unhappy. Like someone who's poor and doesn't have food, you might think, oh, they're unhappy, they don't have enough, but they're just grateful when other people have everything and at some point are ungrateful. It's just interesting how we work as human beings. It all goes down to the perception of how you see life. That's in my opinion. It's so interesting that when we start implementing something that we didn't know into like good into our life, like great things start to happen. When I gave myself that self-worth, I remember exactly the day it was. I remember leaving my oldest son's dad and that day my self-worth I owned it. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate him at all. I wish him always the best. But that's something I had to do for myself. And because I gave myself that self-worth of leaving a toxic relationship, I started going to school. I started being um, more social. Because I felt like I was incarcerated in my own mind in that toxic relationship. I think we probably both were. I don't know. I don't know about him, but for me, that's just the way I perceived it. And I just felt so liberated. When you make a choice that scares you to make your life better, hold on tight because it's fucking awesome. I had to do that. So in order for me to have met my husband, to have my little boy, and to be where I'm at right now, it is crazy 
amazingly freaking amazing how life works. If I would have continued to be in a comfort zone, I don't know where I would be. So if I would have known sooner my life, sooner than sooner, (laughs) that would have been great. But I think it presented itself at the right time for my life. And the reason I took the initiative of making decisions like that was because I was desperate to be happy, to have my self-worth, to provide not just for myself emotionally, but also for my son at that time. There's certain things that we don't know right now that we're going to know later in the future that would have been great to know right now, but we don't. And that's just how it is in life. It's okay. I have come to an understanding in my life that when you are grateful, you're at peace. Because when you're grateful to God and you're grateful for what you have and who you have in your life, we have funerals for people who pass away. And it's just so scary because at that point you can't bring them back physically. You can't hear their voice unless there's videos recorded of them and it's not the same. So I put myself in that mindset to think I am grateful for every single person that's in my life and I am already rich with that family with that friend you know with my clients I'm very grateful for my clients I'm very grateful for my children for my husband who has my back 150 percent I wouldn't be where I'm at without my husband's support and I like to speak my mind, but in a respectful manner. But sometimes I do, like you already know, I cuss. Sometimes I do cuss. He'll cuss, we'll go back and forth. And then we're just like, okay, then he'll go to, you know, his man cave because he has a man cave. (laughs) And then I'll go into somewhere else in the house. 10, 15 minutes could pass by. And then I'll go over there and I'll hug him. Or he'll go where I'm at and he'll hug me. And that's just a way of us saying like, okay, that was stupid. We love each other. (laughs) It's so funny, but we do that all the time. But it took a long, I don't say a long time, but it took trial and error to be able to be where we're at. And at the end of the day, it's so worth it. Because when you love someone unconditionally, nothing breaks. Even when you think it's going to break, it's not going to break. But overall, you guys, this is just a part of my life, which I would love to continue to share with you as we move forward in this podcast. But I hope it kind of gave you food for thought to think about what is it that you would have liked to know sooner in your life and ask yourself that question, write it down, evaluate it and think about what it is that you need to implement so that you don't continue to make the same mistakes that's going to end up hurting you or your family. Thank you so much for listening to me. I wish you the best in everything that you do every single day.
God bless. Adiós. This is Chicana Moms, and thank you so much for listening to me. You can visit my website at www.chicanamoms.com and send me an email. I would love to hear from you. You could also follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast. Thank you, and have a beautiful, blessed day. Adios. Welcome Chicana Moms. I hope you're having a beautiful Sunday. I am. Estoy toda chancluda, <laughs> but I'm here doing my work at home and doing my schoolwork and doing my podcast. I love it. Yeah, chancluda, but it's okay. Um, I guess in other words, just relaxed. I'm going to use that word. Instead of chancluda, I'm going to say relaxed um, because I'm literally wearing my pajamas. And it is 4.59 p.m. It's okay. I went out yesterday, had a great time with my friend. My husband celebrated my best friend's um, sweet 15. I say sweet 15. That's like sweet 16. Oh, my God. Okay, quinceañera. See, I'm tr it's pocha right there. It's like mean like white and Mexican sweet 15. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that happens to us pochas a lot. The Spanglish kind of kicks in. But you get me. You definitely get me. Um, anyways, so I guess I'll give you guys updates because, um, last week I was not able to do a podcast. You guys, I was sitting in my desk. I think it was like 9 a.m. I did not leave. I mean, I left to go to the restroom. I ate and back and forth. Um, but overall I was doing schoolwork and it was insane. So I needed to do self-care so I could not just, I didn't want to force myself and be like, I have to do it. You know, I want to be able to also take care of myself so that when I'm doing my podcast, like I'm flowing and it's not like I'm here burned out, like talking to you about anything just because I need to upload. I don't want to do that. I really love my podcast. I am highly appreciated. You guys, like, thank you so much for the messages that you guys send me and to tell me that you wish you couldn't listen to my podcast twice a week. That's so, oh my God, that's awesome. Um, Thank you so much. I really, I'm trying to give it like a twist of how I see life and at the same time get a lot of input as to what it is that you guys would like me to talk to you about. Um, but if you so far like what I'm throwing out there, um, then I'm doing a good thing, right? I'm doing the right thing. So yeah, I've been just very busy with school, but let me tell you, I will never go more than a week from not doing a podcast. I cannot. So last week I just had to because it was crazy, but no more than one week. That is something I have committed to myself that if I am going to, you know, take a break because I'm burned out, then a week is fine and I have to bring myself back because I really love doing this. Um, but yeah, you guys, I hope you guys are doing amazing. Valentine's is coming up. That is one of my favorite holidays, Valentine's, because you get to show love to your partner. You get to show love to your kids. You get to show love to 
um, other family members and friends, but also we don't have to just wait for Valentine's. But the reason I like it is because there's hearts everywhere. I mean, you know, you see the color red and it symbolizes love and you see all of these things happening where people are walking with balloons. But also, you know what is so crazy? I was actually thinking like, oh my God, there's actually people that get caught cheating on Valentine's because they end up buying the gift for La Sunshine, their partner. That's pretty sad. It, it sucks. But it's nice to know that you can receive something on Valentine's Day. Um, but I love that holiday. It is so cute. Honestly, with my kids, I stopped buying Valentine cards already for them to pass out. My oldest son, he's in fifth grade. All I do is buy candy. Uh, last year I bought candy. And the year before that, I three years ago, I actually did buy him um, Valentine cards. But this year I'm not going to, I didn't buy any Valentine cards. He's not in that stage where he wants to write on like to or from. But I did buy him some candy that he can pass out to his classmates. Um, so that's cute, but it's just kind of sad because I like buying Valentine cards, <laughs> but I buy Valentine cards for myself so I can mail them out to my friends and I love to do that. Um, last year I had them and I didn't mail them out. So, uh, I still have them. Um, but I bought some new ones that I want to be able to send out to some of my friends. Um, but overall, if for some reason I'm not able to, then, you know, it, a text with a very, a text or a phone call, you know, letting them know how special they are in my life. That's just also amazing. But today I'm going to talk to you about a amor y la amistad. Um, and I, we're going to focus on la amistad, but also because el amor y la amistad, I think it's not e. I think they're both together. You know, we love our friends, like our homegirls. Like it's just so amazing to have genuine friends. And I'm going to say homeboys. <laughs> we have guy friends and girlfriends, you know. And it's just so nice to know that if you're going through something, like, sad, they're there. If you're going through something that's so exciting in your life, they're there. Like, it's so amazing to know that you have these individuals in your life. And even if they're not blood-related, they fucking get you. Like, they know your story because you are able to tell them what you think and how you feel and, you know, they're going to tell you how it is. They're going to tell you, hey, you're wrong. Or maybe you have a friend that's going to kind of instigate it. But <laughs> depends what they're instigating in, right? Hopefully it's just for a fun instigation, not like an instigation of negativity and danger. Um, but I'm going to talk to you about El Amor y la Amistad. I'm going to share a little bit about my stories with my friends and... Let's get started in this beautiful topic, el amor y la amistad.